Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the Fit with Faith podcast. I am your host, Wanisha Campbell, and here on the Fit with Faith podcast, we discuss maneuvering life as a young woman in today's society and culture. So let's get right into it. Today's episode, I'm going to be opening up about my journey with motherhood and sharing with you guys a few lessons that I've learned. Um, This is definitely not all of the lessons that I've learned, but I think it pretty much sums up some of the main points. So I'm just going to get right into it. The first point is the first thing that I've learned in motherhood, what motherhood has taught me is to just go with the flow and relinquish control. So I'm going to get a little bit personal here. So after having my son, it was brought to my attention by just through my actions, how I interacted with my spouse, that I have become a control freak. I've actually... You know, this has made me realize that I've actually always been one, but my actions didn't affect another person, usually, typically, so it was never brought to my attention. I never had to be accountable for my controlling behaviors, but I definitely, um, now that I'm looking back in retrospect, I definitely dealt still deal with controlling behaviors and um, being a perfectionist. So when I had my son, things like, I'm like, I'm the mother, things need to go my way. I thought that I knew better than everybody else, including my spouse. Like if he wanted to try to switch things up and, and, and go a certain way, I'm just like, mm, well, I know best. I'm doing all the research. I'm doing um, all the reading. I have a baby. I'm the mother. It should go my way. And that's just not realistic. Like, first of all, we're both parents. We both have equal access to the internet. I'm a first time parent. So is he. Who made me the expert in motherhood? Yes, as a woman, I do have an innate natural um ability to nurture and and to care for a child but a lot of this was a learning curve in, in, in for me as well and i was robbing my husband the opportunity to learn what it's like to be a first time father to make mistakes and you know what i mean to 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 learn from them or we even learn together or even us come up with new family traditions and things that we wanted to do together instead of me just having these ideas in my head that I was stuck and glued to and things just had to go my way I couldn't see it a different way I didn't want to hear what anybody else to say my way my way my way and another way that things just had to go my way um I was used to, like I said, doing things a certain way. So like having a routine, leaving the house on time. Oh my God. Like having a baby, having to get yourself ready, having to get another human being ready. That is a challenge that (laughs) like only motherhood, if you're a mother and you're listening to this, you know, I don't care how many kids you have, you know how challenging 
it can be to get yourself ready and get somebody else ready out the door. I would literally have like meltdowns. It would be the end of the world if we were expected to be somewhere. And for like the first few months, I could just not have it together. Like I couldn't get out the, we couldn't get out the door on time. And to me, it was just the end of the world. Like, oh my God, we're late. Oh my God, we we need to start leaving early. Instead of just giving myself grace, instead of just like being reasonable saying you know what this is new to me let me relax let me just go with the flow you know what let me just call and say hey we'll be a few minutes late no it was literally the end of the world for me and that was because of also like I said I I, I realized I was dealing with control or perfectionism also I was dealing with heightened levels of postpartum anxiety um, it, 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 the anxiety was through the roof. Like it, it was like no other. So I'm dealing with trying to heal my body, trying to make sure that I'm eating healthy. And also all of these hormonal changes are going on. So I do give myself some grace there because a lot of this was a learning curve. A lot of this I, I wasn't told or, or to look out for. But number one lesson that I've learned so far of motherhood is to relinquish control and to just allow myself to just go with the flow. That's what the feminine essence is all about. It's about not being so structured, not being so rigid, but just being able to flow. Okay, things are not going exactly the way I planned. That's fine. We can deter from whatever goal or expectation I had and and let's just focus on the now so what are some of the things that helped me during this time I started therapy um I was utilizing better help and then I had a therapy option through my job I was utilizing that as well um positive affirmations help especially positive affirmations for anxiety definitely recommend strong support system making sure I'm reaching out to those in my inner circle when I need help admitting that I need help to either my spouse to 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 my family members community members if I need help being vulnerable being honest just saying hey you know I'm having a really hard time here I can't keep this all together can you help me or you know just letting somebody know hey I'm having a really rough day today I know I said that I could do x y and z for you but I'm gonna really have to focus on myself because if I say yes to you I'm gonna be saying no to myself and right now that's not the best thing for me just just being completely honest and if you're used to being that go-to yes person that can be extremely hard to do. This is something I'm still learning to master, but it is imperative to my self-care and to my mental health, essentially. And lastly, that was my last um, thing that helped me get 
through this is self-care, making sure I'm putting myself first, making sure I'm taking time to relax, making sure I'm taking time to do things that I enjoy so that I'm not burnt out and that I'm not running on E so I'm able to just flow so I know that I'm filling up my cup first so that I can show up as the best mother as the best wife as the best leader as the best community member as the the ministry um the ministry what do I want to say not leader ministry attendee (laughs) I don't know why I was so stuck on those but yeah those are the things that I've done to make to making sure that I'm relinquishing control dealing with those anxious behaviors and perfectionism as well therapy positive affirmation strong support system and self-care so the second lesson I've learned in motherhood is that others mean well or that that they're just trying to be helpful. When you're pregnant, it, it's honestly it starts when you're pregnant. But you know, when your child is conceived in this world, you would get a lot of advice. Some of it is great, some of it is not so great. And you know, sometimes you let me speak for myself. Sometimes I, when I was getting advice. I'm like, do they not think that I'm like looking into this stuff myself? Um, Sometimes I'll be quite honest, like, wow, uh, thank you. But I, I didn't really ask you that. Sometimes it was like, yeah, I get that that's your opinion. And that's the way that you've done things. But I don't see myself doing things like that at all. But, you know, I didn't really express that to someone two people but oftentimes I found myself like a little bit confused or maybe even sometimes offended from that unsolicited advice but what I've learned is that people oftentimes mean well unless this advice is putting you or your family in danger it doesn't hurt to just listen to just nod your head to just say okay or you know just respectfully disagree with them and tell them new practices or new things that you'll be implementing with your family because of the research you've done and just move on there were a lot of things that I did with my son that traditionally you know or and that I even I'm continually to do with my son that traditionally was not done in my family, such as gentle parenting. I really didn't feed him rice cereal so he could sleep through the night, you know, and and stuff his bottle with all this stuff. Um, I did like baby led weaning, not even by because I looked it up. It kind of just happened naturally breastfeeding him. I wanted to breastfeed him for honestly up to a year but I I ended up stopping a little bit earlier but I did a lot of things that you know the typical the things that are typically not done in my family and that's totally fine like I'm entitled to raising me and my spouse we're entitled to raising our child the way that we see fit and yet we may, we may implement some of the things that you know our ancestors, our our family members have done, and we may not, and that's fine, and that's okay, and we can all be respectful about it, you know, 
Um, even though some people, they may be offended if you reject their idea of what you should be doing. Um, but that's another story. And you can't, you can't please everyone. That's something I've learned too. Like I cannot please everyone. So let me get into my next point. My next point, my next lesson that I've learned is that as a mother, as a parent, you're constantly learning and growing. You're constantly learning and growing like within yourself, with your child. Like for the first year, I feel like they go through so many different phases and um, experiences that you have to learn. Like you're literally raising another person. And at the same time, it's like you're becoming a new person as well. Because before this experience, and I, I believe this is even true, the more children you have, you're developing into a, a new you. So since I've had my son, I can say that I've learned patience on a whole nother level. I've learned creative ways to express myself because... I'm not going to express myself to my son, a one-year-old, the same way that I would express myself to a, an adult, right? I'm learning what does and what does work for my son. I'm learning some of and unlearning some of the ways that I was raised growing up that I don't want to implement with my son or even noticing how how I was raised has affected me in making sure that I'm not spilling those same practices over into a next generation and that's going to affect my bloodline negatively. So for example, one of the things that I want to be really conscious about is making sure that when I'm talking to my son and I'm disciplining him that I'm not raising my voice. And to some people, that may be small. But for me, it is really big. When I was growing up, the way that you were heard, or if you felt like you were not being heard, what you would do is you would get loud and command respect. But you don't need to get loud to be respected. You don't need to be loud to be that was kind of like an affirmation for me. I'm saying you like it's you, but no, it's really like I don't need to be loud <laughs> in order to be respected. I can be calm. I don't have to be an authority figure of my over my son. There are different ways that I can present different things to him. Learning that learning what's appropriate developmentally at his age like falling out and having tantrums knowing at what age to expect what things because at one point in time I was thinking like well my son acting like x y and z is a direct reflection of me and my parenting skills like a narcissist um <laughs> But that's not necessarily true. 
My son is literally learning how to express his emotions. He's literally learning how to communicate. He doesn't even have the words to articulate how he's feeling, what he's thinking, what he's going through, all of these new sensations and colors and foods and textures and noises around him. He's not able to articulate himself like you and I. So it comes out in different ways and just knowing that that's okay. I don't want my son to fear me. I don't want him to be so well behaved because he's scared that if he's not well behaved, then mommy's going to lose her cool. Hmm. That's not fair to my son. Hmm. And, you know, I actually had a conversation about this the other day and it's like I had an epiphany and, you know, people often say about me that I was a great child and this is no disrespect to the people that, you know, raised me and the people that were involved. But looking back, the reason why I was such a well-behaved child and I'm using air quotes, you guys can't see me, is because I was scared to death that if I made the wrong move, that if I said the same, I mean, if I said the wrong thing, that that was it for me. And I'm speaking as a child that experienced abuse. So of course I was well behaved because I know if I I just had to do the simplest thing and I had a busted lip or I was going to get punched or I was going to get yelled at and demeaned. So yeah, of course I was well behaved because fear does that. (laughs) Fear breeds obedience, especially in front of that person that you're afraid of behind their back. (laughs) It may be a different story. But of course, I'm not even going to get up and play. I don't want that for my son. Okay, so that is my number three. You're constantly learning and growing. You're like, I'm constantly learning and growing. My last, but certainly not least, lesson that I've learned during my motherhood journey is to stand firm on my core values. This kind of goes into, you know, others meaning well, constantly learning and growing and just making sure that I understand why I'm doing what I'm doing. I'm able to articulate with that another person that if, if I'm being challenged and stand on them, I don't have to bow down to what somebody else may be recommending or somebody else's view of how my life should be operating, how I should be handling my home and and my family life. Standing firm on that, being confident, praying to God to to make sure that I'm in alignment with what his will is for me and to say, you know what, I love you to whoever and I respect you to whoever but that's not for me. Standing firm on my four values, that's mentally, physically, financially. I wanna, I am being firm. I'm walking into my confidence, my God-given identity, and it's only up from here. 
So those are the f- the four lessons. I'm sorry, the five. Is it four? Jesus Christ, it's four. I can't get <laughs> four lessons I've learned so far in my motherhood journey. Um, I want to have another conversation with a mother, um, maybe a few mothers for uh, a future podcast episode. So if you like this, definitely share this with your favorite mommy blogger. Um, or, or tag someone in this episode that you would like to see me to have a candid conversation with, and we can just go back off of one another's ideas and, or we could do like a Q and a session. Um, but that's definitely something that's further down the line, but just a recap, relinquish control, go with the flow. That's number one. Number two, others mean well, or they're just trying to be helpful. Number three is you're constantly learning and growing. I'm constantly learning and growing. And number four is to stand firm on your values, stand firm on my values. So those are the four lessons I've learned in motherhood this far. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. Thank you for listening to the Filled with Faith podcast. And I'm out.